Hi, this is Al of Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast and proud member of the collective, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. Welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 235, and you are with one of your high priests of Conchu, Ray. Hello, as always. Uh, joining me now, we have a, a special a special two-for-one offer. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we, <laughs> uh, we have very special guests here, um, awesome guys to chat with. So it's actually it's double the fun now that they're both on here. I can't wait to... To hear these guys interact with each other. Now, uh, well, first we have Justin the Owl. Osgood, Justin, welcome back. Thank you, thank you very much, Ray, and thank you as always, Loonies, for listening. And uh, of course, Justin uh, is a, a regular co-host now to Tomes of Evil, so you can always catch Just- Justin there. But uh, we've always had good chats. Yeah. On uh, on ITK and also as well, he's look. He's been on the show quite recently. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a man of uh, a few and many and uh, all the words in between. Uh, a great musician as well. Uh, the uh, the creator for all the music on the show, uh, frontman of Delita Noel Looney Tunes. Tate Noel, welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. <laughs> Good to hear, see your face and hear Justin's voice. <laughs> yes. All is uh, well in the world. All is well. And look, just before I forget and before I jump into the the big thank yous for our sponsors, uh, now, Justin, have you, you did hear, had you heard the, the episodes that Nolan and I did? There, there was an impersonation that kind of uh, oh, pop, yeah. popped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yes, yes, I <laughs> and, and I know, I know. In between then and now, actually, Justin, we did do a recording um, just between you and myself. And and at the end of the recording, you said, "Oh, damn, I forgot, forgot to do a null impersonation." So I, I, I would did, like. To... I did. I had a perfect one ready too, and I, it totally slipped my mind. But it's perfect now that we're all together. Let's hear it. So, without further ado, fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that pretty much. Perfect. <laughs> I think that sums up Noel. <laughs> there is. Um, yeah. I think uh, well, said it about three times in that one episode. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, I know one was at least an impersonation of my partner so we both <laughs> share the same vernacular when it comes to the fucking nerds so well justin you, i love you, it, it justin, me up, so that's gonna be it i think you've got one i think you've gone one better you've actually impersonated noel and laura then so that that's a, oh, that's, well, a two, yeah. that's a two for one another two for, <laughs> another two for one <laughs> <laughs> so there you go loonies you heard it, um, but you're going to have to listen carefully to know who's actually speaking because uh, Noel might may be putting on Justin's voice and, and vice versa throughout this hey, episode. That's Who true. Knows? You've got to keep the <laughs> listeners on their toes, yeah. They always <laughs> have to be guessing, yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wonderful. <laughs> 
before we um <clears throat> before we go on, of course, I. A huge thank you to to our patrons. Um, so thank you so much, every one of you, for for keeping the lights on, for allowing these shenanigans to happen. Uh, so you can see their names listed on our show notes and on our website itkmoonlight.com. A big thank you to Daniel, Drew, Justin, Derek, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, and Michael. And and Noel, I was just kind of looking at you while I was saying that because. I know that we, uh, you know, I know you that we're going to I was going to jump in. I was trying to think <laughs> yeah, of new exactly. nicknames. New <laughs> nicknames for people. We got Danny, Drewski. <laughs> uh, I'm done. Okay. I don't want to say. Everyone else, everybody on this list has very waspy kind of names. So there's nothing that much, not a lot of fun you can have with nicknames. Well, you know, hmm. you can you can do the Aussie. You can go the, uh, the Danny, the, oh, I don't know what the Drew is, um, Justy. Or the Canadian Dazza. would be Drewski. Drewski, Justy, yeah, um, Dazza, uh, Kyle, Wazza, <laughs> Jordy. Australia, 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 we love you. <laughs> Dazza is actually a, a very... Python reference there, uh, <laughs> Dazza is a very common... Uh, but actually, I got that wrong. That should be more for Darren, but we don't have a Darren. Um, anyway, off track here. Um, so a big thank you to all you guys, uh, as well as our top-tier Petrunis, who are also our sponsors, Drew Toombs. Uh, you can check out his music both on SoundCloud and Bandcamp as Toombs or Lurk Music, respectively. Uh, Drew produces some dance music. He also does horror and sci-fi inspired soundscapes. And one of the good friends of the show, Daniel Doing, and his creation, Fringe Night, a great cosplayer and creator in his own right. Uh, Fringe Night is an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. And capping off the sponsors, Dreamland Comics from Illinois, the superhero superstore, where you can probably buy a back issue of um oh actually I should hold that pull the pin on that Ray that's that's for another separate episode we can buy back issues of Moon Knight um let's just say that so so anyway guys welcome 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 uh the top of the week here top of the morning to you this is uh uh the idle chat um and what we are talking about apart from some white noise apart from some news uh, will be Moon Knight on Teams I think it was really cool Justin you um you posited that topic and I, and I thought it had had quite a few legs so um, I'd be keen to get into that yeah uh, so uh, before that let's start off with some news um, and I'm going to jump over look Noel you posted this up on Facebook I'm going to jump to the second one it's uh, it's an article by CBR and um, I don't know for the listeners Noel could you perhaps recap a bit of what this uh, this article had Wait, um, the CBR one. Uh, the will, the card counter. Which one was that? Card counter and Moon Knight. Um, and talking about like uh, William Tell. I've already <coughs> forgotten which one this one. Oh. oh, when he was talking about uh, Ethan Hawke was explaining the. Uh... Oh no, Oscar Isaac was um was talking about what he liked the appeal of Moon Knight. Oh, just that it was, um, yeah, like a different, sorry, CBR has been really giving me too many pop-ups ah. to even remember what the uh, <clears throat> article was. But if I remember, he was just talking about how it was going to be a um, an interesting role for him. Mm-hmm. Is that the one? There's another one I saw. There's been so many because he's doing press oh, he's doing for the- this new, mo- new 
Yeah, and he also said putting on the Moon Knight. There was a different article I said saw where he said um, putting on the Moon Knight costume for the first time felt like being at home or something like that. It felt really cool. Wow. Um, so he's been, you know, doing the same little. Actually, I think Ethan Hawke has been saying more than <laughs> what Oscar Isaac is uh, giving away. Maybe he signed even more NDRs than yeah. Hawke did. But I just said, you know, it felt really cool to put on the costume for the first time. And it felt right, I think, is what the quote was. <laughs> um, did he cry? Then, yeah. Well, most most actors, cry, they cry when they see the costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, not. <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, Oscar Isaac's been on on the the, uh, the tour junket um, for a lot of the uh, films that he's doing. So yeah, there are a lot of smatterings of of this coming out. Uh, Justin, did you have did you have a um, a chance to, to glance at this article? I mean, there are a few. They're only very little, but yeah, I read over a little bit of that. I think he's kind of talking about how he's attracted to to characters with a, like a redemption story. Okay, um, yeah. Did that in a couple of different. I like that. I see. I like that. Yeah. I think he's going to do an amazing job. I really do. I'm so excited for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was talking a little shit about Poe Dameron, and he said oh, it wasn't was written wasn't written quite deep enough for him. And he was trying to dig what he can find, but I guess sounds like Moon Knight's been a lot easier for him to sort of find an emotional core or whatever yeah. kind of other act, acting sort of. Uh, nonsense that they talk about when they're trying to yeah. take on the role of somebody when you're just pretending to be a uh, imaginary character. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, true. yeah I mean, but, I, but, I mean, it, it just sounds like he's excited about it, and yes, yeah. all I really care. <laughs> me too, me too. And and I think it bleeds off into that uh, the other article which I'd listed here. Uh, it's about Ethan Hawke explaining the difference between Spider Man and Moon Knight. Now, now, no, you posted this up as well. Uh, but you added a, a, a hmm uh, to it, so I was just interested to to get your take on on the article. But essentially, look, what you're saying about them like to dive into these characters, um, I think there's there's a a well of of um of stuff you can play with with Moon Knight because because you know he he's uh he hasn't been touched before, uh, but uh, also as well he's he's got a bit of history, you know, back back in '75. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably where Oscar Isaac's coming from, and and um. And I'd imagine that's a lot more fun to play with than say Poe Dameron, who I believe was like written just just for that for the movies, right? So he's got no history beyond that. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's more of the headline got my little hmm comment because it's like ah. very kind of clickbait. Yeah, or almost treating you like you're an idiot, like. <laughs> oh, there's a difference between. Oh, I guess their eyes look kind of similar, but yeah, but I think he, of course, he was just talking about that. There's so many other movies and there's history and Spider-Man's one of the best-selling superheroes in the world and Moon Knight's really kind of a, a, an unknown quantity and um, you can just do a lot more with them. And I'm sure some people that made some people kind of nervous about them going off going off book or something, yeah. which um, I'm actually pretty okay if they go off book a little bit with this TV show. Um, I don't know how you feel about Justin. To a certain extent, yeah, I think with certain things you have to, you kind of have to, to keep them modern, um, like they've done with the Punisher's origin recently, mm-hmm. tweaked that a little bit, and I think that... Yeah, well, they really had to update that for the modern age, because yeah, he couldn't be from Vietnam anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So the little tweaks are fine as long as it suits the story. As long as it suits, the, if it's done just for ticking off a box, then I don't. But, uh, I don't think. We, yeah, I agree. So just incidentally as well, did, Justin, did you? Um, so you didn't mind the the, the Punisher? I, I was a bit mixed to be to be honest with the the Punisher retelling. Um, I mean, I like John Bernthal's performance. But oh, um, yeah, it, I didn't it, like the show at all. I, I'm talking about like the, the comics recently. I think. Oh, the, oh, okay. I, I think haven't they in the comics they tweaked his origin a little bit, like a little reboot something? Oh like, yes, that's right. No longer Vietnam. It was they've made up a country now, um, and there was a, a yeah, fictitious, that's right, fictitious war. That's right. Right. Um, yeah. So in that regard, I, I'm okay with that. I think that that's totally fine. Because mm-hmm. having a fictitious country, it works in any time frame setting. Yes, but um, if they, yeah, if they do something just just to kind of entice people to watch it that might not be interested, I, I don't know. I'm of two minds about that, really. But where's well, Moon Knight? What kind I, of thing I, do you think they could do? Well, um, like what's a doomsday doomsday scenario for you? Doomsday scenario is kind of. Well, I, I don't want to say the Sun King. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just in case that turns out to be actually true, because uh, <laughs> ass, but um, I think a doomsday scenario would be doing the origin badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having his whole experience with Bushmen kind of glossed over or and or sugar-coated and or Target up a bit. I, it's hard to describe what I what I mean to say, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. It, it's hard to imagine like a scenario. Look, I, I'm just thinking one off the top of my head. Say, for instance, guys. Say, for instance, a TV show comes up, and they've tweaked it in the fact that I'm just gonna be totally silly here. Uh, that somehow Conchu possesses Mark Spector, and then he does a <clears throat> a whizzle wazzle. And and he turns into Moon Knight uh, with that costume of the bandages and and uh, the mummy mm. look, uh, so they're very different, right? And so he becomes this super powered hero, uh, basically possessed <laughs> by. How would you feel if that was it? Like Shazam or something? Yeah. How yeah. Would you feel I if... think actually that's that's that would be a doomsday scenario. If, <laughs> if, it was a blatant, if it was a blatant supernatural thing where, you know, okay, we're just going to hand it to the viewers. We're not yeah. even going to make between the lines we're just going to serve it to him on a plate that that would definitely be a doomsday scenario (laughs) (laughs) i think well i think with this other unless oscar isaac is a a complete cheese ball this other quote we have about he said it was going to be a groundbreaking show hopefully Mm -hmm. um uh any worries about that um Unless he doesn't watch a lot of TV, which is possible, but um, wow, a superhero show—that's <laughs> groundbreaking. But uh, I think he knows at least a little bit of what he's talking about. So I don't know. I don't. Mean, there's another article that I found. I don't know if he, mm-hmm. I posted this one in the group either. But yeah, where he just said another little quote, where he's like, "Yeah, it's going to be groundbreaking, really unusual." So, yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a big call as well. I mean, when he said groundbreaking, I mean that that gets me excited, but at the same time. Again, if you liken or make the parallels between Moon Knight and say like the Legion TV show, which I thought did um, 
some fantastic stuff. You know, I haven't finished. The it two was seasons. pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. So it it's like, was ooh. groundbreaking for television, not just superhero TV. Yeah. I thought. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Um, so if Moon Knight's groundbreaking, it's wow. You've really got to um, go above and beyond. I think. I mean, because if comic book fans and viewers would be privy to to Legion, uh, and that's yeah. So that's a big call, mm. I think. But um, you know, he he's doing the buzz. He's doing the marketing as well. He's doing the work for for the studios. He he wants to kind of get the groundswell. I was wondering, yeah. too, if he might be referring to groundbreaking in regard to its discussion of DID. Because oh, yeah. That oh, isn't, yeah. That isn't talked about in, I mean, there's that, isn't there United States of Terror or something like that? But that, a lot of people have said that that's nowhere near an accurate representation. Right. Oh. And they've, they've already done, a, they've done some of that in the super, I mean, they did Typhoid Mary in the second season of, mm-hmm. um, Iron Fist, which um, oh, some people right. said yeah. was a little better, I guess, than something like that. But um, yeah. it was really played for like, ooh, scary drama. Oh, this person yeah. has switched personalities or whatever. And um, yeah, done in the in the right way, it, it can be any of those things. It could be maybe a little scary, but it could also be very sort of exhilarating. It could be mm. so. Ho- yeah. So hopefully, yeah, they're smart about that. I know um, it's it's a little apropos of nothing, but we're uh, you had done a tweet about uh, the show Ray and uh, Jason yep. Burroughs, ex Moon Knight artist, and said, "I'm really excited that um, these, uh, the uh, you'll remember the directors' mm-hmm. names, but the, the team that has worked on a lot of like indie horror stuff." And he said, "Not to call out Jason, but he said that they were the showrunners, which they are not the showrunners, no. uh, but they are, but they are directing some of these shows. And those guys, he's like, I mean, he's somebody who knows his horror. Um, yes, he had said, uh, you know, like." Well, if those guys are involved now, I'm actually really excited because they do some really trippy, trippy stuff. Yeah. Well, that, that so it be... could be groundbreaking in that way, just in the way of storytelling, just fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's be... all I really want is it to be fucking uh, weird. Absolutely. <laughs> the weirder, be, the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see where their episodes land because I think, again, from Discord and, again, a bit of news, um, I'm not sure if we've covered it already, but it was confirmed – uh, at least through Muhammad Dayeb, the uh, the main director, that he'll be doing mm-hmm. four of the six. So we know the other guys, are Benson and Moorhead, I think that's their names, hopefully, uh, they'll be doing the two. I'm assuming they're doing the two episodes. Uh, but it'd be interesting to know what, what they do. Will they do the first and the last one? Will, will they kind of spread them out and, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited to see their stuff. From what I've heard, they're, they're really good, and, as well as Muhammad Dayeb. Uh, he he mm-hmm. and his wife apparently wrote a 200-page-odd uh, pitch to, to Marvel for Moon Knight. And uh, and he said in the article, he said to his wife, look, if we don't get it, then something is wrong because <laughs> they were so convinced. Because it was that good? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they you know, yeah. they've come through. So, you know, I'm backing I'm backing Diab and his wife. If it's good, I, I can't wait to, um, <laughs> I can't wait to, to see it. <laughs> Um, I mean, I know it's just the Disney Plus so far. Like there, there has been a couple really weird moments, at least on some of the. I mean, uh, Wandavision. Oh yeah, even was very weird. I mean, it was hokey, yes. like a hokey on purpose kind of weird, but it was weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But not. I mean, I would like to see really weird. Like yes, uh, I would yeah. like to see like I don't know, like early, like 
Lynchian weirdness is what I was meaning. Oh, say. wow. Jeez. Yeah. Get, David, get David Lynch on there. <laughs> well, just, you know, it's just like there's some moments in Eraserhead or, if, you know, things like that where it just gets really bonkers. That would be kind of cool yep. to see. Yep. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. I'm never eating I, I, I'm never eating quail or small chickens again after I saw that film. So let's <laughs> just, just say that. <laughs> yes, quails. Lovely. <laughs> You belong, you belong, you belong, you belong to the Mary Marvel. Anyone hear us? This is Trey Lawson. And I'm James Hickson. Anyone can hear this broadcast. We need your help. We've been kidnapped and imprisoned in a tomb by this creepy old undertaker named Mr. Gravely. And he's forcing us to review his collection of Marvel horror comics. Stuff like Tomb of Dracula. Werewolf by Night. Man-Thing. Ghost Rider. And so much more. Forcing us to record these reviews as a podcast called The Tomb of Ideas. If you can hear this, please contact our families. Call the authorities. Anyone. Tell them we can be found at... Now, now, boys. Let's not give too much away. You can find James and Trey every other Wednesday at the Tomb of Ideas, a Marvel horror podcast. A proud member of the Cinepunks podcast group. See you there, Tomb Believers. <laughs> So Justin, look, I'm gonna uh, let's lead in with with Moon Knight in teams, and and since you're you're the one that um, proposed this this really cool topic, uh, how about we open it up with uh, you know with you with the floor to the floor on the floor. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, how would you like to uh, yeah yeah um, propose to the uh, to the listeners um, Moon Knight in in teams? Well, my idea was kind of twofold in that. When I started reading uh, Moon Knight's exploits, it was kind of in West Coast Avengers because that mm-hmm. followed directly after the Fist of Khonshu. Yes. So that was the linear progression. So sentimentally, I have a lot of fondness for him in the team setting, even though looking back on some of those issues today, there were some stories where he really wasn't a good fit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like when they fought, that, remember that giant like ape thing? I can't remember the name of it. Oh, but but I think the wasp had to fly into its ear and like blast its cerebral cortex with its oh, skin. Oh right. God! It's like what's what's Moon Knight gonna do with his with his Egyptian bling against this giant creature in the middle of the the Grand Canyon? So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but there are other teams where he's worked really well, like the Secret Avengers. Oh yeah. Um, some of those were absolutely fantastic. And I thought, finally, we've got a great team setting for Moon Knight. Um, but he wasn't in that for very long, I believe. I didn't read the whole run of that, but I think wasn't he only in about half of that, possibly. Yeah, and it was kind of like sometimes he'd be every other issue, mm-hmm. sort of. And yeah. then eventually just dropped off from the team totally. Um, yeah, I was just... I was like 
well, yeah, I was looking up some of the Secret Adventure stuff for a really good thing that we'll talk about later. But, um, yeah, that was some of my first exposure to Moon Knight as well. It was around the same time. Fist of Kanshu came out when I was about 10-ish. Um, mm-hmm. And then I would see him at a lot of uh, West Coast Adventure stuff after that, even though um, at the time I didn't care too much about anything called Adventures. But I would pick one up from time to time just because, I well, Moon Knight's in this one. That would be cool. Mm. Um and he just did not fit that. I think that's why so many people for so long have always said, like, Moon Knight doesn't work in teams. Yeah. And um, it, I totally agree. It wasn't until Secret Adventures where it really um, sort of made it sen- made sense to me. There's some of his um, appearances in uh, the Defenders that were pretty cool, actually. Yeah. But he was not ever really a Defender, I guess. He was always... I mean, it's funny because, as you're saying, you know, back in the Defenders as well, there was always the talk of the other heroes going, who is this guy? You know, he always was on the outer, and and I think that's, yeah, that's all the thing. And, and that kind of flavor came in through to, to the West Coast Avengers, I mean, mm-hmm. as well to some extent. Yeah. Um, but With not on- Defenders, though, aesthetically, it seemed to make a little purpose because they were supposed to be a team that wasn't a team. And they were yeah, all kind true. of the weirdos yeah. in the Marvel Universe to begin with. Yeah, affiliation of... Which is too bad because I would have loved to see Moon Knight next to the Beast and the Gargoyle, and you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. I have a good friend who gives. I love the old Defenders comics, and I have a friend who is a big, big comic guy and does comics himself. And he was just like, "I can't believe you like Defenders. The stuff is so stupid." <laughs> like, are you kidding? It's Steve Ger. First of all, a big chunk of it is Steve Gerber. Yeah, and they are they're awesome. They're he knew what he, exactly what he was doing when he was writing those comic books exactly it, it, and you know if a superhero like moon knight can escape using a can of beer then that's pretty damn good you know um so uh, that was the he's... best part of that whole story oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but it's so funny like you know we're talking about around this era as well and it just always uh, amazes me because because you know the modern era with say uh, the 2006 houston run it kind of issued ushered in like a very different um, feel for Moon Knight. And, and a lot of fans, you know, whenever the TV show comes, oh, it needs to be R-rated, he needs to be ultra-violent. But you look at Moon Knight back in the days with Defenders and West Coast Avengers, you know, he was a far cry from that. He was on the outer, but he wasn't like someone that was sadistic or, you know, ultra-violent. He wasn't um, always ripping people's faces off. No. He, no. He, exactly. Only a little bit. <laughs> Only well, a little. There was this... There was a he scene would take to, uh, a toenail off like nobody's business and carve that <laughs> pressing dart right through your paper <laughs> cuts from hell. Take that, but, you fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but there was um Justin, not Justin, Josh Geronimo Johnson posted up on on uh, the Facebook group as well, and he's he cited there was one of the Hulk magazine backup stories, and Moon Knight's threatening this guy to, to rip his face off, <laughs> and it's like, is this a precursor? Oh. <laughs> yeah, Houston was just. Oh, I'm sure Houston was probably digging. He's yeah. that guy's a big fucking nerd. I'm sure he was probably digging <laughs> through those things. He's like, "There we go. I found my hook." Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have the the Avengers element as well that we're talking about, and and we mentioned the Defenders as well. How about the supernatural side of things, Justin? Um, mm. Moon Knight's always kind of seen to be a bit of a to have some sort of fit into a supernatural world, although he's not really supernatural himself, I guess the association with Werewolf by Night kind of makes that. Yeah. 
Well, well, the new series as well is pulling him more in that direction, of the, at least to me, anyway. Yes. Supernatural, so the element of the vampires and all this stuff. So that was what kind of got me thinking about this next cluster of, of groups. Um, first of which, Night Shift. Actually, mm-hmm. that sparked in my mind from reading that Solo Avengers issue number three, mm-hmm. which has Moon Knight facing off against the Shroud. And the Shroud, yes. of course, the leader of the Night Shift, um, posited to Moon Knight at the end of that story that he was considering Moon Knight to be his successor as the leader of the group. And I thought, that would be really interesting. Because mm. I could see a Night Shift, another uh, redemption story, they're all basically formed criminals to a certain degree. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. Moon Knight having his own dark past could probably see a lot of potential to reform these people and work them into actual sane individuals or stable individuals. So I could see that being interesting for a mini series or something, Moonlight mm. in the Night Shift. They could they could change Night Shift to have a K in it or something funny. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what what's happened? Does anyone know what's happened to Night Shift at the moment? Are they still around? What's happened to this shroud? Does anyone I was, know? I was about them, they I think they appeared um, in a new version recently, but I don't know where. I was reading it in the okay. Marvel Wiki, it just appeared sometime. All right, because uh, I like the shroud. But, I forget, yeah, like he, he, new Axeman. I was like, ooh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, because the shroud, I mean, the shroud and Mooney have um, they have encountered each other, um, uh, you know, not only then. Uh, I was in, or was that was that it? Was that it, Justin? When you were saying that he wanted to um, ask Moon Knight about becoming the leader of the Night Shift, there was that. It was around the time when Moon Knight fought Taurus from uh, West Coast Avengers. You know, there's that cover with them um, half flung yes. out. The, yeah, oh, was that it? Yeah, I love that. I love that yeah. issue too. By the yeah. way, I love that one. Yeah, um, yeah. This was around that same time. Yeah, because okay. I think he was on. He was on the. On the hunt for Van Lunt, Taurus at the yes, time. Yes, Van Lunt, yes, yep. He was, he was looking for some leads or something for his whereabouts. So I think that's how he encou- encountered the Shroud. I, I have to reread mm. that again, apparently, because I already forgot that detail. <laughs> <laughs> but the Shroud's such an interesting character. Um, yeah, he's, is um, he? he's, yeah, he is. He's, he's, like, he's blind. Okay. He's, uh, he's got the dark. I love, I'll, you know. Like like cloak, he's got like the dark force thing, and now I love that yeah. idea. Um, mm-hmm. And there's this thing with well, there's this thing in the in the Grunwald run of Captain America where uh, they're in the sewers or something, and Cap uh, comes across them and stuff, and and the shroud actually blinds every like kind of shrouds everyone, <laughs> um, and he talks one on one with Cap, saying, "Cap, look." Um, you know, we're not bad, actually. I'm under, kind of like I'm essentially undercover. I'm trying to kind of reform these guys. Um, can you just play mm. along and pretend that you're hypnotized as well? <laughs> and I thought that was really cool because um, he's such a deep, like a devious player, but he's got good intentions, I guess, at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Thunderbolts then? You're talking about reform people. Moon Knight in Thunderbolts, is there a chance? <laughs> um He's kind of a crim, like he's a bit of a, you know, he's a bit of a loose cannon. Yeah, but as far as the rest of the Marvel 
universe is concerned. They're like, what, you fought a werewolf one time and that's what makes you a villain? Mm, I don't think so, too. I don't think Thunderbolt, anybody in charge of the Thunderbolts would be like, yeah, that guy's kicked all of our butts and now we want to invite him. <laughs> <laughs> that's right enough. Yeah, who, who are the Thunderbolts now, by the way? Oh, who's, who's the current do they, monster? Do they exist? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. I dropped off a, a while ago. There was that run. I, th- I think it was by Duggan, Jerry Duggan. I can't. I might be wrong, but it was with Red Hulk, Punisher, um, Elektra, Ghost Rider, uh, Deadpool. I think as well were in it. Uh, it was a really fun run that that one. But that was a lot. That was a while ago. I, I'm pretty sure the Thunderbolts have been since then. It was then, like but, uh, anti-heroes. Yeah, yeah. All the anti-heroes. And I think that culminated in. I think the Punisher was trying to take them all out for some reason i don't know i don't know <laughs> anyway as he does <laughs> um right. yeah yeah uh but with um with the night shift then uh look the other one midnight suns is a big one that we know moon Knight alumni mm-hmm. greg smallwood uh did a bit of a passion project and he he drew what he'd like to see as the midnight suns uh that's kind of resurfaced a little bit with this new game that's come out you know Midnight Suns with a U. Uh, that's totally different, mm-hmm. though. But with Moon Knight, I mean, what do you guys think about Moon Knight? Uh, again, there's that supernatural bent to it. Um, I think he fits in well. I mean, there was also a talk of um, during the Damnation days that were about to reform Midnight Suns. That never eventuated. Right. Mm. Yeah, I like the... Um... I liked the whole idea of Midnight Suns better than sort of the execution of it. Yeah. Um, I, I like, in my head, it's like he seems to be more of sort of a fish out of water with a bunch of real weirdos, you know? Yeah. Which I kind of like. It's like, um, uh, well, it's almost like if, uh, uh, get ready your bleep as if batman was to join like the uh, justice league dark instead of the regular justice league it's like who's this dude oh. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, this yeah. normal yeah. this normie over here with all these um, true that's true with all these like really you know magic and demonic and weird ass characters so i can see that actually the idea of that to me is cool i like seeing moon knight like you know he's he's touched by an ancient uh egyptian mm-hmm. god or whatever but he's for the most part of the comics, been a pretty normal, quote unquote, dude. Yeah. Um, so, I could a really, I would like to see sort of a yeah, new Midnight Suns where they really kind of push that angle of like, well, he, you know, he, he's fought ghosts and, and all kinds of crazy things, but for the most part, you know, he's he's just a guy who's just crazy enough to join the rest of us weirdos to go on these adventures. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the, like I the could ghost. see him being a more of a guest guest appearance in like a Midnight Suns, where mm. possibly he believes one of the members is a threat when in fact they're not, or mistakes them for someone else. And of course, there's the obligatory introductory fight between two unknown heroes. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see something like that being really cool. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, Midnight Suns as a concept is pretty cool as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, you see, you see kind of Moon Knight just on the side. I think that, that kind of works. Midnight Suns to me just screams, maybe because of the 90s, just like Ghost Rider. That's that sort of, you know, um, supernatural coolness. So, yeah. yeah. 
So get Danny Ketch, get Johnny Blaze, get Robbie Reyes, you know, get them all in there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's funny. Yeah. Who else was on the Midnight Suns? That was, it was Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. Hannibal King, um, I think, was uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the Night Stalkers were all part of that, too. There was Hannibal King, Blade, yep. and Blade. Frank Drake, Frank Drake, who was the descendant of Dracula. Oh, right. Ooh. Nice. Frank Drake. What a name. Yeah, yeah Frank <laughs> Drake. Yeah. And that, like Noel said, all, all of those titles kind of they kind of spiraled out of control towards the end. And there was a, <laughs> I, I collected all of those from the beginning. And in the beginning, they were great. I mean, when Spirits of Vengeance started, it had some amazing artwork by the Cuber brothers. I just oh, I nice. loved that. It was yeah, great. Cuban. But, um, yeah, they all went off the rails after... I think the first year, and there was a horrible crossover called The Siege of Darkness that was like, I think, 20 something parts. It was ridiculous. And it was, <laughs> it was an absolute mess. As the story was going on and all these characters were dropping dead, you, you began to realize that the writers really had no clue how they were going to end this. Yeah. Love those kind of stories. Very, yeah. very <laughs> It's like, oh, okay, well, great. That's over. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was Doctor Strange, it was Blade, it was Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze, um, and there were a bunch of people from the Darkhold comic book too. Oh. But, you know, that, yeah. Well, that, yeah. that's what I was. So yeah, Mooney kind of dipping his toes into that sounds cool, but um, not really. <laughs> that, that cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's fair enough. I mean, like, also, yeah, Doctor Strange, I was thinking, like, you know, we're talking about the supernatural, but you can also talk about, like, the mystical side because I think that's probably where Moon Mooney fits better than the supernatural. Um, mm. You know, so the likes of Doctor Strange. And, yeah, uh, Justin, you're talking about the Dark Hole. I was trying to think of, yeah, it would be cool, like, you'd like a magical team, uh, similar to, like, say, Justice mm. League Dark, as you were saying, Noel. Um, I don't know if there's a Marvel equivalent of a magic side, but I reckon Moon Knight would be would be pretty well suited to that. You can even include like Iron Fist as well, you know, the mysticism of Kunlun mm. and all that sort of stuff. Um, right. But yeah, because Doctor Strange isn't, is he? Like he's not, to me, I don't see him as supernatural. I see him more as just magical, like mystical, magical. Um, There's a lot mm. of weird supernatural shit in his comics though. Yeah. Uh, especially just... in the 70s when they kind of did, when they started yeah. getting out of sort of the mysticism. Yep. And they needed him to be a little bit more of an action kind of when they were like, okay. Oh, when uh, he had Dicko to go really steered us down a weird path. Yeah. When he, well, yeah. that was an awful time. That's a strange. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, he's always, even like, um, it's of course magic, but I was even thinking about Jason Aaron's run on Doctor Strange from mm. just a few years ago. Um, there was some kind of ghost goop kind of yeah. <laughs> tentacle. You know, like I, I really like that run. Actually, first arc yeah. there was, well, me too. That first arc where there's yeah. just like people who had just like, yeah, like creatures um, from other dimensions mm. sucking their souls and living on their heads or whatever. Yeah, yeah. for and, a while uh, he had that, that Minotaur as his apprentice. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. he was awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. God, what was, what, what's his name? Rintra. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, no, that was cool. No, I, I like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, that that kind of screamed a lot more kind of magic, magic to me. Um, look, I'm mm. going to throw in there as well. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. We're talking about like you know themes, Moon Knight, Conchu. How about like God Squad? I reckon that would be pretty cool. Um, 
<laughs> the gods. <laughs> yeah, they, they existed a little. Like um, yeah, they existed in um, the Incredible Hercules. Uh, Amadeus Cho puts together this god squad because the the gods have gone crazy. You know, they're causing havoc. Uh, so he basically essentially puts oh, together. Right. A, yeah, he puts together a team of really heavy hitters, um, all associated take with down gods. The yeah, to take down that, like um, it was a Japanese god, um, M- M- mm. Miko Bushi or something. I can't remember, but um, yeah, yeah. So I think you had it was during the, the Chaos War story. Chaos War, wasn't it? Yes, that was it. Yeah. Yes, that's it exactly. Um, and so uh, yeah, you get the likes of Amadeus Cho because he's he's you know he's smart. He's the founder. But you have yeah, you have Herc. Mm-hmm. You can have Thor. Can have Valkyrie. You have Moon Knight in there. <laughs> so um, <laughs> he's a not? fish out of water in every team. <laughs> he, he, he is. It is. Yeah. We have these literal gods, and then we've got this little weirdo ex CIA guy who claims that there's a moon god in his head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that is potential for f- fun stories. But I, <laughs> I, I love it when when they. I mean, pre this new latest Avengers thing, though, where they, there was always kind of it could easily just be any of those gods being like. Conch who? Yeah, yeah. I've never, heard, I've never heard of this guy before. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just Thor being like that. Thoroughly, Conchu does not exist. Yes. Yeah, what are you? What are you on? Who is this crazy, crazy bugger? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any other? I guess any other final thoughts there, Justin, on teams that you want to give a shout out to? Well, the Night Stalkers that were in the the Midnight Suns were kind of cool because they were kind of like vampire hunters or demon hunters and yeah you had hannibal king in there who was an actual vampire and then mm. drake had that badass gun uh, they had some really weird villains too that's kind of what made me think of the night stalkers i remember uh, there was one story which uh, baron von strucker had this crazy team of uh, weird villains and one of them like his I remember he used his entrails as a weapon. Like all of his <laughs> oh, entrails were, were were hanging outside of his body, and he like used his his intestines to strangle somebody, and he like squirted wow. stomach acid at somebody to blind them. And I thought that is amazing. Oh, um, Justin, there was another. Up. There was another one who was all wrapped up in bandages and crawling underneath her bandages were all these poisonous insects, and I thought, oh God, I love it. Jeez, sounds awesome. Fire out. you got to tell me which issues these are. I want to track them down. Uh, I will, yeah. yeah. Those were great. That was in the beginning of the series. It was fantastic. Right. The Night Stalkers, right? So I might have to put that in the show notes for the listeners who, who may want to see entrails mm-hmm. be used as weapons. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, the, that's what got me thinking about it. It's like Moon Knight loves these crazy, weird villains. And mm. so... <laughs> About some of Night Stalker's nemeses, and I thought about those guys and a couple of other ones they went up against. They went up some up against some weird vampires and stuff. Yeah, and that'd be interesting. Even it was a guest appearance where he worked with the Night Stalkers to kill some vampire lord like Barney or something like that. I think mm-hmm. that would be great. It would yeah. be cool. it'd be cool to see him team up with Elsa Bloodstone. Oh kind of yeah, new team monsters. Basically, oh, you know, yeah. have yeah. some like you know some goat, some monster and ghost hunter. Ghostbusters kind of yeah. Marvel's Ghostbusters with some of the um, characters like that that would be kind of cool. I mean, maybe so there, yeah, Doctor Strange could kind of be a consultant or something like that. But it's just like, or, you know, they could be the Charlie's 
angels of Ghostbusters sort of. It's Doctor Strange. It's like, <laughs> all right, well, all right, yeah, team. Yeah. Um, you guys got to go. And then you know the whole time it's sort of the wide-eyed Moon Knight being like, "What? Okay." <laughs> I, I guess we're gonna go fight this weird thing. Yeah, oh, we're gonna. I mean, Oops. somehow gonna have to um, tweet out at to um to Kelly Thompson because she uh, recently, most recently, has always used Elsa Bloodstone in a lot of her stuff. Um, so mm-hmm. um, maybe we've got to tweet out to her and say, look, you know, how about how about just including Mooney in there? <laughs> See what you can do. Yeah, um, absolutely. That'd be great. That's yeah, a great idea. I, yeah, I love Elsa Bloodstone. She's awesome. Like, she just doesn't give a shit. Um, she doesn't take any no, shit awesome from character. anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And her so, Moon Knight, those personalities would be pretty. That would be those crazy. Personalities, upon personalities would be pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. That'd Elsa Bloodstone. Yeah. Elsa Bloodstone and Mr. Knight. Can you imagine both of them together? That would be just like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. No one would beat them. No one can beat them. <laughs> um,. Yeah, look, the only other last one I had here was, I don't know if it's a real thing or not, US US Agents, wasn't there like a US, wasn't there a series with the US Agent and all these like Squirrel Girls? did have a and, team, yeah. Yeah, it was a government-sanctioned team. Again, I'm thinking... Oh. Yeah, I'm, uh, it must have been a short run, Justin. Uh, I missed, yeah, I missed that one, yeah. Yeah, only, it was only a few years ago, um, may not have done that well. Probably that's why I um, probably don't um, don't speak of it. Um, <laughs> also, I'm just seeing Great Lake Avengers. That would be cool. All the oddballs get Moon Knight in that as oh, well. Oh yeah, <laughs> he is from Chicago. It's got one yeah. of the, one of the big Great Lakes on it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I can see him like flying in on dinosaur on the back of dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and you have Mister Immortal there. You have um, yeah. Yeah, uh, doorman. Oh, doorman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then that flat guy as well. I don't know who what his name is. Um, <laughs> flat guy. <laughs> flat man. Flat, flat man. man. Oh, is a flat yeah. man? Okay. Uh, I think that though that they've. I don't know. Do they still have a big Bertha because she's? I think so. Buried. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. That well, I mean. I know. Yeah. No. When was the last <laughs> Great Lakes Avengers? Such a, such a weird character. I mean. His... All of the rest of them are weird, but that one was... Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say 2018 or something, Noel. It wasn't that long ago. It was... Uh, um, oh, yeah. Will Robson, I know, was the artist. Great art. I love the art. I can't remember who wrote it. But, yeah, Bertha was definitely in it, Justin, I'm sure. Cause no she was on the Yeah, she was on the cover. Um, wow. And, yeah, I think they had Doorman and, and Flatman and... Mr. Immortal and all that. Um, yeah, Mr. funny. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm reaching there for Mooney to be connected, only because he's such an oddball <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. And Great yeah. Lakes. Great Chicago Lakes as well. Lake. Exactly. It's, ge- it's Geographically, it makes sense to have Moon Knight in it. <laughs> Listen, um, guys, just because uh, I'm from Chicago doesn't mean I need to be on your bullshit team. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I would, I would be, Get me out of here, you freaks. Yeah, I wouldn't be called dead. <laughs> Seen with you guys <laughs> later. Enjoy You're a flat man. All yeah. right. Get me out of here, Frenchie. <laughs> and off he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Plays in the rope yeah. ladder. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Rodio, well, why don't we... Um, Radio. Uh, Rodio. We'll wrap this thing up. Well, let's take a quick short break, guys, because there's a bit of feedback. I uh, wouldn't mind just going through as well, just some past episodes. Um, sure. Y- 
Yeah, and great. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Lenny, listeners, we'll be right back with uh, just to wrap up uh, this show, and uh, yeah, just some of your feedback. Catch you soon. Alrighty, um, here we go. Uh, have you got you guys got the prompt sheets ready? Or yeah, yep, sure. Cool. Do you want to? Shall we just? Yeah, we'll just alternate. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to do the first one. Okay, Justin, I'll no, give you I the. Big... Okay, you can have the second oh, one. CMK. Okay, yeah, do you want to do the CMK? Yeah, yeah, cool. Sure, yeah. All right, um, cool. Here we go. Three, two, one. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is an idle chat segment, episode 235, and uh, here with Looney Tunes and The Owl, and uh, just wrapping up with some nightlines now, some feedback. So uh, you just heard a little bit of a discussion. Look, there's plenty on offer there for Moon Knight in Teams. Would actually love to hear what you have to say, loony listeners. Uh, just drop a line. Who do you think, uh, which team do you think Moon Knight would be best fit in? Or um, would that be right, Justin? Or or um, mm-hmm. which yeah, team? Yeah, what would be the best fit, yeah. best fit for Moon Knight? What is yes. your dream team? What is yeah, your dream team and why? That would be cool. Um, but, we, yeah. but we do have some listener feedback here from some past episodes. Uh, so uh, kicking off on our Facebook group, this was from. Oh, this was for one of our very recent episodes. Uh, it was on Moon Knight and music. Uh, it was about um, what would you associate? What what music would you uh, listen to when you read your Moon Knight comics? And funnily enough, Noel and Justin uh, on the show. I mean, you you did leave some feedback, so you both left some thoughts there. Uh, no, Noel, um, all of Delita, understandably so, understandably. Yeah, um, <laughs> who other music? <laughs> <laughs> and uh and justin you mentioned like gary newman right and uh there was another gentleman Ooh, yeah. couldn't remember off the top of my head um but they sound like cool uh, uh, richard h kirk is from uh cabaret voltaire oh yeah cabaret voltaire the band would be great absolutely what? some of their early stuff is great what's on for what kind of music is that I, I haven't had a chance to to dig that up and and see is that like electronic or yeah, Cabaret Voltaire is kind of one of the first electronic groups. They started out with tapes and like weird loops and stuff. But they yeah, I don't know what's called punk, post-punk. Sort of. Post-punk kind okay. of early industrial kind of. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then they kind of went like more more uh, electronic with dance stuff in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They kind of got into the techno nice. scene. And, and so Richard H. Kirk just created all of these aliases and created hundreds of records and I love the Sandoz project because it has all these samples from like African tribes and Jamaican rhythms and all this stuff, all cool. these different uh, elements from different cultures. And I, I love all that stuff. So for Mark Spector, Moon Knight, that's a good soundtrack for me, but I love all the Gary Newman stuff for the early, for the first run in the eighties. All that. Oh, wow. That's a perfect yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to try that out. I'm going to. Uh, that sounds really good. The Cabaret Voltaire sounds cool. I'm going to. I wanted to give that a go for uh, maybe the some of the modern runs. See how that fits. Um, just from just from what yeah. the description yeah. you're saying, like just with electronic post punk suggestions for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Roland S. Howard for Volume One would be speaking of Australian people. Whoa! Uh, yeah, awesome. Would be <laughs> awesome. would be pretty for yeah. vo- for Volume One that would actually 
whatever, because the Cabaret Voltaire made me think of that. Um, not quite as industrial, but more in the um, just sad, dark, yeah, nice sort of pull. stuff. And his his you know post birthday party stuff would be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, I lo- awesome reference there. Jeez, no, just that came out of nowhere, but that's awesome. Um, yes, Roland S. Howard, fantastic, fantastic muso. Yeah, birthday party actually. Get the birthday party on some of the uh, the early stuff. I, Very cool. I, I love. It. I love it that you mentioned the next two reg. Oh I yes, was just introduced to the next recently. There's oh. a band that I love called Underworld, and they yep. did a huge box set where they basically released d- uh, new music every week for an entire year, and then collected it all at the end of the year. And wow. one of the collaborations they did throughout the year was with the next. And they oh did wow! Basically. A, it's a whole album's worth. There's only three tracks, but they're all like twenty something minutes long, and it's all just this free form yeah. uh, jam. But underworld in the next, and it's fantastic. Oh, I'd love that sort of stuff. You can just like just get lost in the whole lot of music there. Um, and it sometimes I think it's it's uh, it's not doing it justice to just have in the background while you're re- while you're reading. But yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. yeah, but it is uh, it is cool. So any loonies definitely check that out. Um, one of the loonies is Slain Brown has said uh, for that issue alone, and he is referring to issue 26 because I posted up a, a, a splash page from uh, Hit It, the Moon Knight, um, so Moon Knight Volume 1, 26. Uh, Slane Brown says for that issue alone, it would have to be Bernard Purdy. Um, are you guys, either mm. of you guys familiar with Bernard Purdy? No. No. It, it, jazzy kind of, I, I think it gives yeah, that kind like, of vibe. Isn't jazz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some sort of jazz would be obviously for the, something, something kind of violently jazz. Like, I, I would almost like to hear, you know, like um, the shape of jazz to come, something like that feels oh. a little bit more. Um, mm, no, even something more violent than that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I only know the name and that it's jazz. But yeah, uh, well, Slane oh, left I'll a check it out. Yeah, yeah, Slane dropped a link in there for a YouTube um, for a track, so I might I might check that as well. Sorry, Slane, I hadn't hadn't checked it out as yet, but no, very good, very good indeed. Um, no, we got we got something from Twitter. Oh yeah, this is response to the episode two thirty three. Uh, Andrew Shaw said, "Love this issue. The interaction between Mark and Doctor Deptford. Mark speaking as Kanshu, getting in, getting info from the profile, who is seriously underrated." character really interesting tie into the initiative um yeah yeah that yeah. i agree <laughs> it, it was cool did yes. you cover that has that been covered on this show like four times now yeah that... it's, it's it's been quite a lot but look it's it's by popular demand uh, so petroni uh, drew uh he was uh, unfortunately he couldn't make it he had to cancel last minute but uh he, he wanted to jump on the show and, and talk about it um so mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's, it's a fantastic issue a lot of people Really do enjoy it. We got some really good insight from the loonies with feedback uh, from there, so that you can hear that in two, three, three. Uh, Andrew Shaw, um, a fellow Aussie, he's been on the show uh, for the first time not that long ago. A uh, really cool bloke, uh, big Moon Knight fan. So right, good to right. hear. Yeah, good to hear from you, Andrew. Um, big horror fan as well. But um, yeah, I oh, totally agree as well. It's a great time to the initiative. Uh, it's great use of the profile. Um, kind of scary use of the profile and an interesting introduction to such a, a twisted character in Dr. Deptford, which, um, yeah, which uh, kind of all adds up into one nice little issue. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Justin, uh, we have 
a regular listener here, but um, yeah, from the YouTubes. Yes, Chris CMK7, in response to episode 232, writes, Great concept for an episode. I thought I was the only one that matched soundtracks to comics. No, you're definitely not. I've done that for longer than I can remember. Yes. Uh, great picks, too. I'm definitely on board with these selections, and I'll be checking out the ones I'm not familiar with. I agree that song sounds of a particular time period often are very fitting. I know some might laugh or think I'm crazy, but Gino Benelli hurts to be in love song really encapsulates the Mensch and Kevich volume one Moonlight for me. That song really captures the romantic and sexy vibes I get from that run. Like if Moonlight was a TV show in the eighties, I imagine that song playing in the opening credits. I love that. That's great. Cool. I'm going to have to check it yeah. out. I thought I knew the song, but um, when you just read it out again, Justin hurts to be in love. It sounds vaguely familiar, but um, is it a, is it a popular song? Would I have heard it? You reckon? Hey. Cool. I, gosh, I, I think I've heard it, but I don't remember. I've got to go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll... I think that it sounds vaguely familiar, but yeah, if it, I've heard it, it's been years, decades. I'm going to make a concerted effort then, Chris. Uh, thank you so much. People, people, boop. I'm going to um, try to read Moon Knight 1 again, and I'm going to put that on and uh, see how we go. Um, but, oh, Noel. Noel's having a bit of a listen. Here we go. It's uh Oh. Okay. Oh, this does sound sexy, Chris. Oh, yes. Yeah. It does that sound sexy. I can see the dry ice. <laughs> yeah. That's about all we can play back it in. Exactly. Yeah. The dry ice. Well, um, you're right. Oh, you're right because you know what? Um, if I think if you played any more YouTube, they they are pretty um strict with it and. I'd hate for Chris mm. not to listen to this episode because yeah. uh, we're responding to, to you, Chris, but hopefully um, we won't get cut off there. Hopefully Nine YouTube. seconds, I believe, is what we're allowed. Ah, okay. Fair use, baby. Yes. Critique and criticism, I would not like to hear that in a Moon Knight. <laughs> but it would maybe fit for a Moon Knight show in the 80s, I guess. I was yeah. thinking, I think it's like saxophony, but it's it may as well be. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely dried ice, definitely um, some perms mm-hmm. going on. Uh, oh, yeah, somebody saying Marlene with a perm on top of a hot car. <laughs> with shoulder pads. Big shoulder pads. Oh, big ass little shoulder bit pads. A little bit of an attitude, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but she listens to her man or some bullshit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's it. Oh, no, thank you so much, Chris. Uh, very, very cool. Gino Vanelli um, hurts to be in love. Looney's track it down, have a listen to the rest of the... Um, I'm going to listen to the rest of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go bounding down memory lane here. Justin's just like, fuck it, I'm going to listen to that. That's right. Um, and, and finally, I am going to pound my head into the desk until I forget that melody. <laughs> <laughs> um, Noel, Instagram, we've got one more here from a uh, mm. regular listener. Oh, yeah, from Make Mine Moon Knight in response to Moon Knight and Music episode which is the last couple episodes ago uh for the first series i usually think of metal and rock and roll like ozzy <laughs> metallica iron maiden the who queen rolling stones mostly 80s stuff i guess pretty much the same playlist for all the different series sometimes other songs and artists and genres get mixed in well i wonder what other artists i mean if you got <laughs> ozzy metallica iron maiden what else do you need queen <laughs> that, that runs the yeah yeah that runs, I, 
I, I could not pick a who to Moon Knight, but Pinball Wizard? That Maybe one again. Tommy, can you hear me? No. That doesn't work either. Um, Marianne with a shaky hand? No, that doesn't work either. Mm. There could be one, though. I'm a, maybe substitute? I'm a substitute for another guy. Oh, that's substitute. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I know that song. Yeah. What? No, I mean, fantastic. Maybe my generation. My generation. Yeah, yeah. Um, mate, mine, yeah, like uh, mate. Crazy train from Ozzy obviously would work. Running yes. on a crazy train. That would be. <laughs> 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 that was pitch perfect. <laughs> so I mean, this this works for all the series as well. So so make mine Moon Knight. Yeah, uh, you've got you've got your set list um, sorted for whenever you read something. So that's great to hear. That yeah, the, qu- the Queen, Rolling Stones, man, these are these are big guns. So um. Great. Um, I'd like to hear again, Make Mine Moon. If you if you throw us a, a couple of songs from those groups uh, that you you know, because we're we're wondering which what of the who uh, would be would be apt. Uh, mm. So yeah, yeah. If you if you listen to this, let us know uh, which who song, um, and I'd be keen to know which uh, Rolling Stone song actually. Although that that might be easier. I'd like to know what Iron Maiden song. I think Hell, there could be a lot, but just I give can't. us. Yeah. Give us them all. Uh, almost too many. Maybe Def. Surprise, Def. Yeah, Def Leppard should be in there. Mega Def. Mega Def. Yes. Yes. On a separate note, there's got to be one person out there who has ABBA as their soundtrack for reading. I just thought of that because they they just announced their tour. So I I thought about that. There's got to be someone out there that reads ABBA, but listens to ABBA while they read New Money. Looney listeners, if you are that person, let us know and let us know what song as well. I mean, that would be mm, really cool. I mean, it sounds obviously that there's a lot of people, a lot of Loonies do uh, use soundtracks when they listen to comics. Um, I certainly do as well. Uh, and I know Nolan, Justin, um, of course. I mean, you guys do. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to know what other songs out there. But no, thank you so much, everyone, for, for dropping in some feedback. Um, very cool. And again, it's never too late if you want to um let us know what you like to listen to that'd be that'd be pretty cool too uh again i can't lord enough uh the other void ep um essential listening uh from deleter for a- for any moon Knight comics uh as well as much of uh deleter's other songs Noel, as well dare i say that i mean it doesn't have to be directly linked to to moon Knight, uh but just the the vibe yeah. Um, yeah, yeah there was something I forget what were you saying something almost like a James Bondy I forget which were you saying that for Fist of Kanchu or which uh, one yeah yes James Bondy because it was it's kind of now, cinematic like the the issues that mm-hmm. I've reread it's kind of the really seems to be typical like 70s 80s kind of movie yeah when we <laughs> yeah. started Deleter that was one of our things people called us was like espionage punk Oh, nice! Because of kind of that James Bondy uh, reverby, uh, vibratoy guitar, yes, you know. Okay. So some of the earlier Deleter stuff kind of has that. So there you go, Deleter for it all. Yes, Deleter for all, and um, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's the the feedback. Thank you so much, Loonies, uh, once again. 
uh, spectacle. I'm just going to throw it to to Justin. Uh, and anything that you'd like to give a shout out? Uh, we know that you're a co-host of Times of Evil. Is there anything that you can divulge? Well, we will be having, I think, four or five episodes this month, and we're going to awesome. be doing some recording soon. So very, very shortly, we'll have some new stuff coming out. Awesome. And I don't want to spoil who it is yet, but we're going to be doing two decent villains. Um, oh, nice. We're going to be going out their, their first appearances. The Distinguished Competition. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Image. Um, uh, <laughs> Valiant. <laughs> Valiant, yes, yes. Uh, Justin, you'll, you'll Mirage have Mirage Studios. <laughs> oh, Mirage. God, Defiant. I don't know if you remember those ones. <laughs> uh, Malibu <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, um, Justin, you'll have to uh, promise me to, um, to prank, to punk Russell, uh, just because of that story that you told, uh, that Russell punked you. With the, the 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 turning of the wheel, um, with the so, wheel, yes, yes. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> so not totally a secret since I'm asking you on air, but uh, if you can if you can prank <laughs> Russell, that would be cool. Um, uh, oh, I'll, I'll see what I can. <laughs> uh, Noel as well. Always always a pleasure to uh, to to swap banter with you, uh, and especially mm-hmm. so with Justin as well. Mm-hmm. Double. Mm. Mm. I know. Um, That's we... right. And I would like to also encourage everyone to check out Tomes of Evil. Yes. Because uh, it's fantastic. And I would like to be a guest someday talking about. I plugged this before and I'm going to plug it again. I want to do um, Kegel Face from the Sex Criminals comic as a villain <laughs> on that show because she's. Yes, I would love to have... know that because I want to read that. Have you, you haven't read yet Sex Criminals? I haven't read it. So that would give me an excuse to read it. Yeah, it's just wrapped, I believe. So everything should be available in trade pretty soon, or you can Ooh. find them online. But it's a it's a great comic, and she is a great villain? Question mark. So we'll, uh, one day I'll come on and we'll do do that. Just yes. and oh, I know uh, Russell. Russell was like, I never read it, but I'm keen to read anything. And if yes. somebody uh, is causing time to stop by having sex, I'm all there for it. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, please, please make it happen, Justin. Please make it happen. Um, get, yes. get in the ear of Russell. Yeah, we'll put that on the sketch. Yeah, awesome. Uh, as well, Noel, you just reminded me. I mean, there's a really cool podcast that you got me onto as well. Villain based. Um, oh yes, yeah. yes. I'll give that a shout out. Why not? <laughs> no, you yeah. just did it. No, no, no. <laughs> right. You just did it, Justin, and you didn't oh, did even I? realize. Oh, no, no, did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's infectious, I tell you. <laughs> yes. It's, um, yeah, There's. I just discovered through a friend the other day there's this great podcast, and you need to get a hold of them and get, get them into the collective, mm. uh, but called The Voice of Latveria, which is all strictly about Dr. Doom. How cool is uh, that? I think yeah. it's be worth checking out and it's it's done the the concept is sort of um the entire podcast isn't this way but like the sort of intro and outro is um done as propaganda from dooms dooms bots mm-hmm. about what's happening in the rest of the, the marvel universe so it's like this is the voice of latveria today this weekend in new york city you know the dreaded fantastic four went up against whatever yeah, but it's really it's really funny. And the host, I can't I can't recall his name right now, but he just wrote a book and he 
read oh. every single Marvel comic book. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. Jeez. Uh, and so he's got a book coming out about that and a whole podcast just about Dr. Doom. So it's pretty it, cool. It, it looks pretty cool. I've only just started listening to episode one, and I don't know if, if it really is genuine or not, but most of his guests, he puts the uh, the prefix doctor in front of them. So I don't know whether they're all, they're all real doctors or not, but it's like special guest, Dr. Andrea, blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, and <laughs> yeah. you see the other episodes, yes, Doctor. Uh, we had a, we yeah. had a former U.S. diplomat on to wow. read um, uh, to read one comic where um, uh, T'Challa – and Doctor Doom had to kind of go at it each other through it, and so wow. I don't think she was much of she wasn't a comic back book fan, but she was a literal <laughs> former diplomat. She was like, wow. "This is a terrible story." <laughs> but she said, "To be fair, like a real diplomatic meeting would be an even more boring story than this was." So, uh, it's, but then he has you know comic book people on and all kinds. It's it's a great show. People should yeah. check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. It will be in the show notes. Go check it. There, there are about thirty uh, episodes in, so, um, but, but all, all kind of you know quality stuff. Um, I've just started listening, um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, a big thank you once again. Sorry, no. Oh, are you sure? No. Never mind. No, no, no. Yeah. I was just gonna. It's worth it just to hear the uh, yeah. his, his the voice of Latveria itself yeah. on the podcast. That's all I was gonna say. I love the beginning. Yeah, as you said, the whole propaganda thing. I, I love the kind of, the, you know, the the role play that's playing there. It's just really good. Um, a big thank you, guys. Uh, we'll have both of you back on, I'm sure, uh, in a bonus episode. So, Patroonies, uh, and if you do consider becoming a Patreon member, uh, you'll be able to, <laughs> to, to, to hear Noel and Justin again. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be reviewing something. Uh, a bit later later on but you're gonna have to check that out it will be a bonus uh episode but good to have both of you guys in for this idle chat uh next phase so later on in this week uh look Noel, i'm not going to entertain the the thing of you know will you join us uh later in the week (laughs) because i know (laughs) Uh, i won't be part of your bullshit right Well, then I, I shall turn to Justin the Owl. Justin, um, would you be so kind as to join me later in the week for a, a comic book review? Oh, I, yes, I think I can be coerced into doing that. Excellent. And we may sound as if we are ignorant of what we've just said now because, truth be told, listeners, Justin and I have recorded it ages ago. But um, anyway, it is um, episode 236 next uh, towards the end of the week. It's a waxing gibbous and it's an other side of the moon. So Justin and I... We'll be covering Marvel Fanfare Volume One, Issue Thirty Eight. Whatever happened to Poe Dunk Slam? Um, a really, yeah. <laughs> really funny, a funny tale. And incidentally, as well, I'm going to say because bonus episodes out of the wazoo. Um, Justin and I, we actually do cover the rest of that comic. There's a backup story, and that will be a bonus episode too. So, Patronis, you will be blessed with a, a couple of bonus episodes coming your way. Hopefully, I'm going to get them out once a month. Um, but yeah, that will cover the rest of Marvel Fan for 38. But Justin, you and I, uh, towards the end of this week, uh, it should be fun to chat about uh, whatever happened to Podunk Slam. That was a great story. That was so much fun chatting about. Yes, it's um, it was really cool. Uh yeah, so a, a huge thank you once again, guys. Uh, thank you so much. And um, thank you, thank you. 
and uh, Noel and Justin, I'll, I'll I'll see you in December for the bonus episode. Noel, <laughs> i.e. five minutes. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you, Petrunis. <laughs> Thank you, Petrunis. Catch you later. Please consider checking out our Into the Night Patreon page on patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. There are plenty of incentives there, like uncut material, bonus episodes, and more, and any contribution will help expand the show. We're sponsored by Fringe Night by Daniel Doing, and you can support his Patreon page at patreon.com slash fringenight27. Also, Tombs by Drew Tombs can be supported via his SoundCloud website on soundcloud.com slash tombs with a z drew tombs also produces horror and sci-fi based music on lurk music that's lurk music with a ck and you can support his music on bandcamp at lurkmusic.bandcamp.com we're also sponsored by dreamland comics the superhero superstore Use the code MOON to get a promo of 20% off any online back issues. Finally, we're part of The Collective, which is an informal network of like-minded podcasters. It's a repository of ideas, and we also like crossing over and supporting each other. Please check out all of these shows in our show notes under The Collective. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Material used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.